Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. I just want to say thanks so much for everyone that has been so supportive of the brand new book that's come out. It's called Speaking from the Shadows. You can pick it up on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or speakingfromtheshadows.com. It's been great just to see how many people have been reading it and passing it on and buying it for friends and family who've dealt with depression. I uh, just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for making this just a successful book launch. In that same vein, we've been dealing with a whole series talking about how to be there for your spouse, especially during mental and emotional health issues. And so today I want to talk a little bit within that vein to talk about how to support your spouse through hardship. And this definitely, hardship definitely attacks us both mentally, emotionally, and even physically and spiritually. And tough times find all of us. I want to be clear. Tough times find every single one of us. We all have it. We all experience it. It's not about a good marriage or a bad marriage thing. We all face adversity despite everything that we do to try to prevent it from ever happening. And sometimes things are trivial and they can just throw us off for a day or two. Sometimes things hit for which they sit for a week, for a month, for a few months. And sometimes we just need a perspective just on how to deal with it. I mean, let's be real. When we go through adversity as a couple, it's easy to get into this mode of we're in this thing together and we get this bond. And I believe that's powerful. That's wonderful. And it gives you momentum to work on something together. However, sometimes something just happens to you as an individual or something happens to your partner and it's separate from the marriage. Maybe it's something at their workplace, something within their family, something within the structure of their life that just happens to them or to yourself as an individual. And let's be real. It can feel very isolating. All of a sudden, you're in this place where you feel like even though you're in a marriage and you're in a wonderful marriage, you just feel alone. And we have to recognize that adversity affects everybody differently. But nevertheless, it affects us all. And so what I want you to do is I want you to kind of take some notes today because if your partner is that person right now within the marriage, they're going through something as an individual and it's affecting the marriage and you're wanting to know how to be there for them, I want to give you four simple things that you can do that will help your spouse through the hardship while enforcing very healthy relational habits. So if you're a note taker, here you go. Number one, assert the needs. We as couples have to learn how to assert the needs of the individual and the relationship. Now, if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know that the word assertive really truly means to say what you need, ask for what you need while establishing a feeling or an emotion connected to it. And you can do this one of two ways. For example, you can go at something from the negative aspect. You never take me out on a date any longer and it makes me feel ignored. So we've got the request, which is the date, and we've got the feeling, which is being ignored. Or we can come at it from the positive aspect. Hey, when we go out on dates, I feel seen, I feel valued, I feel loved. And you can see, you can see right there, one of them is probably a little bit more motivating than the other, but nevertheless, assertiveness is activated. This is something that is healthy for any and every relationship, whether or not you are married, you're in a friendship, you're in a business relationship. Assertiveness is necessary and it's a healthy habit. And when it comes to marriage, this is essential in the toolbox of your marriage. You got to learn how to assert your needs. And so if you are in a relationship for which you've got somebody that you're married to that is hurting, they're feeling isolated, they're going through a struggle, get them to assert what they're needs are. 
Listen to what they're requesting. Listen to what's driving those requests. And not just listen to that, but identify that and learn how to step in and to be a part of those things. You might need to ask a few questions. You might need to ask those what I would call leading questions that gets them to voice exactly what they want and what is driving it. Well, I want this. Okay, that's wonderful. I want to be able to do that for you. Why do you want that done? Why are you requesting that? Why are you bringing that up? What's driving that? What's pushing that? Getting them to voice those things. It's not. It's more than just being therapeutic. It's getting you both to a place where everything's out on the table and you can actually be in the place where you can not just listen to a need, but you can actually meet the need. That leads me toward number two. Listen, don't solve. Listen, don't solve. What I love about the relevancy of the scripture, the scripture simply says we have to be slow to speak and quick to listen. It's such a key in a a good, healthy relationship, and it's a habit that's got to be more than just something that happens when struggles are going on. This has got to be the normal of your marriage. You have to be somebody who is a quick listener. You're quick to listen. You're quick to really soak in everything that they're saying. But the problem is, is we've got individuals in marriages that they are listening in order to solve rather than listening in order to be fully present. There's a difference. Your spouse is not a problem to be fixed. I want to be clear about that. They're, your spouse is not a problem to be fixed. Now, I hate, I hate, I hate generalizing. I really do. But this tends, and, and a majority of my marriage counseling, this tends to be more of a guy issue than a, a woman issue. Where guys love to fix. They want to be a provider. They want to fix situations. So they listen in order to fix rather than simply listening listening in order to be fully present to make sure their spouse is fully heard. And so I say this to everybody, just generally to everybody. I want you to get to the place where you listen more than you want to fix. Now, survival situations say that if you go out into the woods and you need to make it through the night, when you gather firewood, whatever amount of firewood you think you need, triple it because you will need three times more than you actually think you need. So when it comes to listening, I've had people say, how much should I listen? Times it by three. Listen three times more than you think you realize to make sure that you are being there, you're understanding, you're also verbalizing back to them exactly what they're saying to make sure that you're hearing them correctly. That's huge. Number three, ask for help. When you're in a situation and you're wanting to help support your spouse and help fulfill their needs, but you're also maybe dealing with your own issues, you're dealing with your own uh, situations for which you need support, it's hard to really be there fully for them if you can't either be there because of your own situation or you might not be equipped to help them in that specific problem. This is where asking for help comes in. I'm here to say, you're probably surrounded by friends, family, loved ones, individuals that you can access to get yourself help. Now, let me just be clear on something. That if you are seeking help and you only go to your best friends that you know will validate your feelings and also 100% support your outcome, then I'm here to say that may not be the people that you actually want to talk to. That sounds like it's it's off. That sounds like I'm, I'm steering you in a weird direction. But many times we turn toward friends that are going to not just immediately validate our feelings, but they're going to agree with us on our perspective. You need to find somebody who is Christ-centered. You need to find something who is somebody who's going to be objective. You need people that are going to be able to correct you and speak into you as well as to see the entire situation and not just take your side because they love you that much. 
when you ask for help, you got to look for somebody that is able to see a few steps in front of you, that can see a little bit over your head, that can help give you that perspective that you need to get you through to that next place that your marriage needs to get. How do you help your your spouse during this time? You get somebody into your life, into your uh, marriage, into their life that can help see beyond where you both are at. See things and speak to things that neither you nor your spouse can see or speak to. Ask for help. It's not weakness to ask for help. It's weakness to not ask for help. Get to the place where you're getting the proper direction. Number four, this is huge, align on a plan. You want to align on a plan together. When you're facing adversity, some people just jump right into solving problem-solving mode. What I want you to do is I want you to get out of the problem-solving mode per se and get to the place where the both of you are getting in unity on what the next steps are going to be. Again, you're not here to solve your spouse because they are the problem. That's not the case. If your spouse needs support, one of the best things to do is not just walk them through, hey, let's both be assertive, let's both be listeners, let's get some help, but now that we've done those things, let's actually talk together, align a plan, and and make sure that we're in unity on what we're doing so we can move forward together. Why? Because that's the key. You wanna not just move forward, you wanna move forward together. Scripture says this in Psalms chapter 133, where there's unity, God commands his blessing. And if you want that commanded blessing of God, you've got to not just form a plan together, but that plan is there for you to move forward and to do it as the scripture says, the two become one. You do it as one unit, one body ready to do this. So align on a plan. Maybe you're making a three-month plan, a six-month plan for which you're gonna say, hey, we're gonna do counseling once a month. Uh, Once a week, we're going to do a date, whether it's a coffee date or a dinner date. Once uh, uh, once a day, we're gonna make sure that we contact each other and just talk about our day. Every morning, we're gonna kiss each other, tell each other I love you before we head out for the day. Here's what we're going to do. Align on a plan, get agreement on it, and walk that thing through. It's not going to be easy because you're going to have moments. You're going to have moments for which in those first few weeks, you're just going to wonder, is this actually working? But you've got to keep at it, keep doing it, keep the healthy stuff. And when you get to the end of the three months or the six months, evaluate, tweak the plan, and then keep moving forward. Listen, I've had this talk with so many different people about their mental health. We talk about uh, medicine. We talk about getting on something that might need to help us out emotionally in terms of uh, just the chemical unbalance in our bodies. And I've had people say, well, I don't like how I feel after a month. I don't like how, how I feel after two weeks. I've had to say, listen, medication takes four to six weeks to get regulated and to see how it actually works. And for some of us here, you want to line on a plan, but you want to give up after a week or maybe two because you think it's not working. You got to give the plan time. And you can always reevaluate at the end of a certain time frame, but you have to give it time. But when you can do that and you get aligned on it, watch your marriage get blessed. All right. So if you want to help support your spouse, assert needs, listen, don't solve, ask for help, align on a plan, and watch the support not just come in and help bring some peace to your spouse. Watch it bring peace to your marriage as the both of you are there for each other. Love y'all. Have a great Marriage Monday. We will see you next week.